0: Three shocking truths about money. Do you know what? Let's double down on that. Let's do three shocking truths about money plus a bonus three shocking truths about money. Here we go. Before I give you the shocking truths, you cannot win a game where you don't know the rules. If you don't know the offside rule in football, you're going to get caught out. And most people don't know the rules of money. They don't know how the money system works. They don't know how the banks play the game of money, the the central banks, to their advantage. They don't know how the tax system works. They don't know how to um, offset against tax or reclaim taxes. And so you can't win a game where you don't know the rules. So I'm going to give you some shocking truths about money and how money in the system works. And then you can get better at playing the game of money. Now, some people have been saying, oh, Rob, it's all negative. Someone called me the, the doom monger of Europe. Rob Moore, the great doom monger of Europe. I quite liked that. <laughs> um, it's not doom mongery. This is reality mongery. I am a monger of reality. Rob the reality monger. Okay, number one. Do you know that when you put your money in the bank, you no longer own that money? And I find that shocking. But it is true. Now. Let's be honest. If a cyclist say seventeen years, sixteen point eight or sixteen point nine of those years, you're probably going to be all right. Where if you ask for some money from your bank, they're going to give it to you, but they may choose to limit what they um, send you. That doesn't really seem right to me. If I want all of it, it's my fucking money. But. In those darker moments in a cycle where there's a bank run or a revolution or a war or an act of terror or God, then your money could be gone. And communist states recently just it was really I couldn't believe this, but um, a bank in um, a communist state, I shan't name the state. I'd like to stay alive. And they said, your money is now an asset of the government. Pretty much that was um, the statement. (laughs) So basically, all the savings you put into the bank your whole life with goodwill, the bank now owns that as an asset. It's not yours anymore. Now, it's all very well us saying, well, I'm not in a communist state. You know, it's all right here. We're capitalists. I'm just warning you because we're coming to that part part in the cycle where there could be a revolution. There could be a run on the banks. You know, the financial system is breaking. And, you know, some people call fiat currency money the great Ponzi scheme. Now, people often say to me, yeah, but Rob, the banks guarantee 85 grand of it. Do you think if there is a run on a bank, the banks will guarantee 85 grand of your money? I'm sorry. It's a bit like your kid saying, no, I won't go into the fridge and eat the chocolate. I won't. I guarantee I won't go into the fridge and eat the chocolate. You can't be naive about this. Now, like I said, 16.8 out of the 17 years, you're probably all right. So, some people then say to me, So, Rob, you have no cash in the bank. No, I don't have no cash in the bank because you need it for your direct debits, you need it for your expenses. I have minimum cash in the bank, minimum that I can get by with. And I realized that cash is not an asset and cash is one of the worst investments. And so I put it into other assets. So, don't don't you worry, I'll get there. Uh, Just predicting the things that people say to me often in the comments. So, this thing about them guaranteeing 85 grand, I'm telling you, if there's a run on the bank, you ain't getting it. Now, why can the bank? not pay you back if there's a run on the bank, because the banks don't hold cash. Uh, they hold enough probably for, I mean, this is a guess, but I've heard these kind of figures. You do your own research. But I would be amazed if the bank had more than 10 to 20% of all the deposits in it held in money. So let's say a bank ha- was holding $10 trillion in savings and current and checking account monies. My guess is the max they're going to have accessible liquid is a trillion. It might be even less. The rest is loaned and invested. Why? Because cash is a liability and the banks fucking know it. But the banks make you believe or, or you're led to believe that saving is good and cash is an asset. Saving is only good for, one, stopping you spending and getting into debt. So it's a good habit changer. And two, building a pot to invest in. That's all it's good for. Because basic rule of economics, if interest is lower than inflation, you're losing money in cash. If interest is higher than inflation, you could be making money with cash if the banks pass on all the interest to you. So here's another um, shocking truth about money. I didn't even have it on my list is that, you know, if the interest rates are 2% and you look in your bank and you go, I don't get 2%. Why am I getting 0.5% interest when the actual interest rates are 2%? So, you know, the banks might need a... a, I understand that there's a legal limit of the amount of money in cash that the banks need to hold. It might be 10%, for example. I think it is 10%. So therefore, that means 90% of the money that if it was all called at once, they would owe is loaned and invested out. And it's not in one day liquidity assets where they could get it back in a day. So when there's a run on the banks, they shut the doors and you don't get your money. This shit is true, by the way. Now, some people like, say, oh yeah, but Rob, it's just doomsday. I mean, you've been reading too much, George. Or well, Rob, come on. I've got your back here. What's my, what's my ulterior motive for saying this? I've got your back. Like, So I have minimum amount of money in my current account and my savings account, my saving accounts—I spread it around a lot. Even though I don't believe this 85% guarantee, I don't hold more than 85% in any personal bank, so I have to move it around into multiple banks. But as soon as I got a pot, I want to buy real estate. I want to buy gold. I want to get. I want to start another business or invest into growing my existing business. It, I, When you're broke, you can't really see this. It's hard to see. It's like, I just want some money. I just want some fucking cash. Come on, when you're broke. But do you know, once you're making money, your cash is a big problem because it's getting wiped out by inflation. You can't trust the banks uh, and all the tax. So actually, cash becomes a liability, not an asset. And tax is your biggest expense. Okay. So get this right. I mean... I'd love to be a central bank because, you know, I have to earn my money. <laughs> I have to do compelling offers. And um, the banks, here's the, here's the pitch for the banks. Um, give us your money, like all of it. Um, we won't guarantee it. We won't insure it. And if we struggle, it's ours. Oh, and we won't pay you on it. You will lose money giving it to us. And what we will do is we will lend and invest it out. In fact, we will take every pound you put in and we will lend 10 pounds out. We will take every dollar in that you put in and we will invest $10. We will fractionally reserve your money. <laughs> so give us all your money and you just fucking do it. I mean, that is the worst pitch ever. The worst pitch ever. Now, that's probably why things like Bitcoin are coming, because it's decentralized and it's disruptive. But of course, you can't put all your money in Bitcoin. That would be... Do you know what? If you had a gun to my head, all your money in Bitcoin or all your money in the bank, I'd actually put all my money in the bank, I'm sad to say. Because it's more proven. And at least if I got all my money in the bank, then I could look at investments and and protect it. But still a broken system. Okay. now some people could say, well, that's the same with any asset, but it's not because some assets you own, you have more control of than others. So some of the people who watch too many YouTube conspiracy videos say, oh, you don't actually own anything. You know, essentially, we're all a communist state and the state owns everything and you have no property rights. Well, that might be in some extreme communist countries, maybe, but not in the Western world. Like in the past, 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 when the banks and the governments have basically been in default and they've needed money for wars or anything like that, they've done a recall and they've recalled gold. I could see actually gold. It could be illegal to hold gold if they need to recall money because gold's a real asset. Cash is not a real asset, but gold is a real asset. Cash is a soft asset. Gold is a hard asset. So I could see them recalling gold. But look, you've got to get real here. The government are never going to go. You don't own your property anymore. Recall it all. We're going to evict you. You're going to live in a tent and we're going to recall all the, 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 the land and property in the country. It's never going to happen not in your lifetime. It can't because it's a basic commodity that we need. It's like the making air illegal. So you have to be careful not to go down too many YouTube conspiracy video um, wormholes. So certain assets, like like if you buy gold and you store it, no one can take that away from you. And even if the banks make it illegal to own gold, how are they going to track where I bought it and where I'm storing it? Watches, no one's going to know. Real estate, property you own, So the thing is, money you don't really own, but hard assets you do. So you need to get out of soft assets and into hard assets. Um, Because actually money is worthless. So this is my second one, although I've covered about 4.6. I'll go off on tangents, but it's quite fun. Well, I like it. (laughs) So your money is trust. Your money is a promise. Your money has no value. It only has perceived value based on us trusting it. And as soon as we don't trust it anymore, it has no value. And the trust in the government and the trust in the central banks and the trust in the world global powers and the trust in money is going down and 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 down. and down. So you have to understand that money is only valuable when it's trusted and it's worthless. And since the gold standard was removed in the early 70s to pull a... um, Bankrupt government out of bankruptcy, money has been going down ever since. And it's going down hard now because inflation is double, double digit. Well, inflation's probably double digit now. It's probably not quite 20% yet, but it probably will be at some point. Certainly, what even um, you know, really credible um, outlets are predicting 15, 20, 22.4%. Goldman Sachs analysts were predicting that. So, you know. You could get double-double-digit inflation, which means your £100 is worth £80 in a year. I mean, that is bonkers. So it's already going down, but it's going down hard. Yeah, Nixon removing the gold standard in 1971. Since then, cash has been going down and down and down. So actually, that leads me to my next point. Um, Cash savings are probably the worst investment. Now, you're led to believe that you save money. That is what society and the system, and by the way, broke people, teach you about money, save money. Cash is the worst type of asset because in, since 1971, it's been going down in value year on year on year on year on year on year. If I said to you, I've got this amazing investment, it's super safe. It will go down 3% compounding every year. Are you in? Do you want to save for your pension? By the time you're freaking 65, it'll be worth about a quarter of what it was worth. So it's one of the... for. for, for if you take all legitimate asset classes proven over time, cash is the worst. So why do you have cash? Liquidity, speed. Why do you have cash? Paying your subsistence and your overhead. Why do you have cash? Teach you to save. And then as soon as you've got any cash, it needs to be invested. It needs to be put into inflation beating assets. It's vital that it's put into inflation beating assets because at the moment, cash is a um, it's being debased. Now, next thing. I think we're on tip five of three. <laughs> um, Gross and net. Do you know the difference between gross and net? Technically, you might. Gross is what you get. Net is what you're left with. (laughs) So if it's your birthday and there's a birthday cake and everyone gets a bit of the cake first and you get the crumbs at the end, you're going to be fucked off. Well, that's kind of how money works. (laughs) Because let's say you earn 100 for ease of maths. You earn 100 and you're taxed about 50. All in tax. Just for ease as well, let's call it 50. And by the way, what you think it is, it's more because there's more taxes than you know because they're called stealth taxes. So you earn 100, you've got 50. Then you go add inflation on. Then you've got to add the sales tax of the things that you spend money on. So if you're 15% inflation or 10 to 15% inflation, 15 to 20% on sales taxes, basically, you earn your money, you halve it, and you a third it. And you're left with about a third, max, maybe two-fifths, max, of your gross earnings. So out of your 100, you're left with 30 to 40. <laughs> what the fuck? And um, by the way, um, our NHS system in the UK is fucked. The roads are fucked. But <sighs> well, they're not that bad, to be fair. Um, education system, I do think, is not great. <laughs> I- <laughs> Taxes are really high. doesn't seem fair. That's the way it is. And the only way you can get around that is by paying tax the last, not first. It's the only way. And you can't get out of inflation, but you can put your... Well, actually, you can. You can put your money into inflation beating assets. Property, real estate, gold. Rolex Daytonas always win. Steel or gold, Rolex Daytonas always win. Have done for decades i got a 1979 Rolex Daytona. That would have been about 1,500 quid in 1979. That topped out 85 grand. It's just Rolexes have dropped a bit. Maybe a good time to buy. Not investment advice. Just saying. But you've got to get your money into inflation beating assets to wipe out the inflation. Then you've got to pay tax first and not last by owning a company, being an entrepreneur, being an investor, um, leveraging all the tax breaks. And then maybe you might get net... 70% instead of net 30%. A couple of little anecdotes. Do you know now the student loan debt has exceeded a trillion dollars? Do you know that the average um, American will pay more than $600,000 in interest, probably mostly on good debt? Sorry, I'll say that again. Probably mostly on bad debt. And I won't edit that bit out because I like to keep the mistakes in. So if you have £600,000 interest paid in your life and that was all on bad debt liabilities, then <laughs> that's... A- <laughs> That's 600 grand you've spent and you've not got back. Government love it. Central banks love it. woohoo! Commercial banks love it. You hate it. Whereas if you pay 600 grand's worth of interest on good debt loans or mortgages, that could make you a few million quid. Mm. So, quick summary. Hope you've enjoyed the show. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Shocking truth about money. Once your money is in the bank, it's not yours. You pay the banks to um, basically own your money because... Interest is much lower than inflation. The banks then fractionally reserve, lend you and invest your money out. £10 on the pound, $10 on the dollar. They're earning on money that you're losing on. And you do it willingly and complicitly, if that's a word. Number two is money is worthless. It's only what we trust and believe it to be. And the trust and belief in it is going down. So beware that that will have an impact on the value of it. It's called reflexivity. Uh, then we have 15% inflation, 50% tax and 15% sales tax gross to net. So what you make and what you're left with is a, th- a third to two-fifths max. You've got to know that. And the only way to beat that is to beat the tax system, be an entrepreneur, pay tax last. You pay tax first, now pay tax last. Because when you pay tax last, you can go, okay, can I offset that expense? That expense is there, that tax break and that tax break. Because you get to a point where tax is your biggest expense and that is a great investment of time to reduce the tax. And cash is one of the worst, if not the worst, forms of credible assets because it goes down in value because of inflation. It's going down even more in value because of inflation. So thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed the show. This is The Money Podcast. There you go. Now, people often say to me, yeah, Rob, this is all good, but what about solutions? So let me give you a few solutions. Number one, um, savings is good for stopping you spending and getting into debt. Savings is good for teaching you discipline and savings is good for building an investment pot. That is it. Savings is not good for investment or pension or future or security. So solution number one is you've got to use your save money to build an investment pot. That's why you're doing it. And then as soon as you've saved money, invest it into inflation beating assets. Real estate, gold, Rolex Daytona's. A, a, a profitable business, the stock market spread over the you know, S&P 500 or the FTSE 100, etc. Not investment advice, always do your own research on that stuff, by the way. Um, but you can always ask me and I always give you my opinion. Okay, the next solution for, for protecting cash is to then reduce tax. And that you cannot reduce tax as an employee. It's impossible because they take it off you at source first. You pay tax first and you pay yourself last. But when you're an entrepreneur or an investor, you start a company and you can start a company for not much money. You can a, get a domain name and get register on, you know, company's house and you can, probably for under hundred dollars pounds, you start a company and have a website. So when you do that, anything that is an expense to maintain and grow the company is offsetable against your tax So you can start getting your biggest expense down, which is tax. You know, you think your biggest expense is your mortgage, your holiday. No, it's not. Your biggest expense is tax. But most people don't know it. Because the thing is, some people, outside, out of mind, they don't know what they don't see. But that is your biggest expense. So imagine imagine if you could halve your tax. So if you earn five grand a month and you're paying two grand in tax and you halved it, you're saving a grand a month. But if you get net, Three grand. You can't save a grand out of that three grand. It's just not possible. Uh, now, yeah, you can't avoid tax on PAYE when you're employed, but you can start a side hustle and you can start your own business. You can build your own investment firm and you can do it quickly, easily and cheaply. You could start your own membership site like Rob.Team, for example. Anyone can do that. You can do that on five hours a week. You could build, turn your passion into profession, your information into income, your content into cash flow. So if you'd like to learn how to do all this, protect your cash from savings and turn it into assets. Learn how to invest in inflation-beating assets. Learn how to start a company. Learn how to be an entrepreneur. Learn how to get your tax down. Learn how to create recurring and residual income. I recommend you join Rob.Team. Now, Rob.Team is my private members area. It's my online financial education platform to help you if you want to do the following. So if you can say yes to any of the following, you can join this for less than a large coffee. So it's basically nothing. If you want to start a business or scale a business, if you want to get better financial education and knowledge, if you want to make, manage and master money, if you want to build multiple streams of recurring income, if you want side hustles, if you want to protect your cash, if you want to learn how to play the money system at its own game so that you can get your tax down and get your earnings up, if you want to, for example, learn how to invest and how to save so that you can grow your wealth independently and in a decentralized fashion. These are, if you can say yes to any of these and you want to be in a community and a power team of many thousands of people are doing the same, whether it's part-time, full-time or big-time, if you can say yes to any of these, you've got to join Rob.team in my humble opinion. Cost you less than a large coffee. You can cancel anytime. No ongoing contract. It's one third of the price of Netflix, by the way. And there's hundreds of hours of material. So here's how you join it's really easy. Just type in r o b rob.team into a new internet web page do it now. Because when all is said and done more is said than done. So go and do it now. To know and not to do is not to know. I get loads of kind comments in all my lives and socials saying rob.team is awesome, rob.team is five star. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. We've got many thousands of members. You know, we're fast approaching 10,000 members now. It's pretty cool. Uh, and I think it's because there's hundreds of hours of content for only the cost of a large coffee a month. So here's how you join. If you're not already, just open up a new web page and do it now. And type in rob.team. Rob.team. R-O-B dot T-E-A-M. Go do it now. There's no risk because you can cancel any time. In fact, you can go in, gobble up the hundreds of hours of content and then cancel if you caught up with me. I challenge you to catch up with me because every Sunday I'm doing Sunday sessions. I'm doing how to increase your earning power this Sunday. So if you jump in now at Rob.team, you can be live with me teaching you 10 ways to increase your earning power. Uh, I'm doing how to get the leads and clients for free. I've done the six-figure subscription site, membership site, mastery masterclass. I've done the 21 ways to monetize social media masterclass. I've done the nine module, 10 hour, how to invest series. We're doing the one day live money saving marathon. We've done all of this live and then recorded in rob.team. And you can get access to all of that for less than the cost of a large cost of coffee loaded up. How cool is that? But when all is said and done, more is said than done. So you need to do. So the choice is yours. Are you going to go now and join Rob.team? Because here's the thing with free advice. It's worth every penny. But when you pay, you pay attention. So I'll see you in Rob.team. Type R-O-B dot T-E-A-M, Rob.team into a new window. See you in the members area. You even get in a WhatsApp group with me. I've got loads of cool things coming up. We've got the multiple streams of business income income two-day live event for Rob.team members. We've got the recurring income summit two-day online summit for Rob.team members. We are bringing the fire. Can you take the heat? I'll see you in Rob.team. And remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.